Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Walking around America. Day is Thanksgiving 2015. It's sad that some Christians have a problem with Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is not a Christian holiday. (laughs) It's not having anything to do with the Bible. And it's a human holiday. But the Bible does tell us to be thankful in everything we do. So God doesn't have a problem with thanksgiving as a time where you get together with people that you want to spend time with. You get together and eat some turkey. (laughs) I mean, you know, Easter, they get together and eat ham, which is an abomination because it's bad for you. But turkey is good for you. It's good, and it's a clean food, and it's very good for you. And so getting together and being thankful is good. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's sad for me to see Christians, believers, that attack other Christians because they keep Thanksgiving. They celebrate it. They celebrate Thanksgiving, a man-made holiday. There's nothing wrong with that. Understand, it's just a man-made holiday. If you want to get together with your friends and enjoy time together and eat a bunch of food that mostly is good tasting but bad for you, (laughs) then there's That's fine with God. God doesn't have a problem with that. We are not a bunch of robots. That's not the way humans are. God understands that. Now, if, you know, if you as a believer are just a believer and you don't do anything for the kingdom of heaven during the year, you better be worried about that. Because... Jesus is going to reject you. He doesn't want you just sitting around and being a believer. James said, faith without works is dead. You are useless. And it doesn't have to be big stuff. God knows what we need to do. So I would be more concerned as a believer with the fellow believers who weren't doing their works, who weren't being discipled properly, then if believers are getting together and celebrating Thanksgiving, (laughs) an American holiday, you know, 
there's nothing wrong with that, okay? So don't let these people browbeat you and put you into submission to say, no, you can't celebrate Thanksgiving or some kind of nonsense thing like that. That's the way Satan works. It isn't the way God works, okay, and understand. Speaking of discipleship, as we're walking around America, some of the newer things um, that we are doing here at TalkShoe, I mean, God has us doing amazing stuff. (laughs) It's amazing to me. Um, And, of course, I'm not perfect. I don't sometimes get the studies done on time when I'm supposed to. I'm human but I do get them done. And so one of the things that I'm doing now uh, is I am posting all the studies for the week on my Facebook page so that if you've missed any or, you know, it gets kind of confusing, you can't find them, I put them all together and I usually post them on Sundays because that's the end of the week. That's the weekend. So Sunday is the last day of the week for me and for America. And so that's why I post everything on Sunday. Um, We are doing a discipleship. um, We're going to start doing discipleship. Uh, There's a lot of um, information that and teaching that Jesus has uh, taught. His, he was teaching his disciples, and that's what disciple means. It means a pupil, student, you're learning, before they were apostles sent forth. And discipleship, it means that once you become a part of the kingdom of heaven, you're a believer. There is a process because you're spiritually immature. There's a process that happens or should happen in the churches. Today it doesn't. They have a bunch of nonsense that they do. And so there's a process that happens spiritually that builds you spiritually. God doesn't make you a believer the first day and then have you go out there the next day and go talking to everybody about Jesus. Sorry. (laughs) Paul tried that even, waiting to get him trouble (laughs) because he wasn't ready. He wasn't mature yet. And so he actually had to sneak out of the place and be sneaking out because he was zealous. And he wanted to tell people, but it wasn't time. You, as you progressively read about Paul and his, you know, growth spiritually, you'll see in the beginning he was, you know, this bull that went in and, you know, he told everybody, he got himself in trouble. And he was not spiritually mature. But later on, as years went by, he did things differently, did things the right way. And so that's the way Jesus taught his disciples. He didn't say Peter and Andrew and John and James and all of you, come on. 
follow me. All right, now go <laughs> and cast out demons. No, he, he didn't. You know, there was time in between where he taught them things that they needed to know. They saw, they saw what he did. He taught them lessons. He needed them to understand things. And that's what discipleship is about. And that's what we're going to be doing here on TalkShoot. We're going to, we, also, we already have some um, studies connected to discipleship. But we're going to take the teachings of Jesus in you know, chronological order of how he taught the disciples and do discipleship that way. We also have discipleship connected with Facebook. Um, I've had that group for a while now. And that group is going to have the postings on it. And I've made discipleship connected with Facebook public so that everyone can see what's being said in discipleship. And absolutely, um, the main reason why I'm doing it is because I have a lot of pastors of churches that are friends of mine on Facebook. And they do not disciple people. They just, people become a believer and then they send them out to the wolves. You can't do that. Jesus told us about that parable. You can't do it. Remember the parable of the sower? The first one didn't understand, useless. The second one did understand, got all excited, went out right away and got burnt up and um, got overwhelmed and left right? because they shouldn't have gone right out. They were all zealous. Hey, you know, that's what discipleship is all about as a spiritually mature believer. You understand that there's certain ways to do things. And Jesus showed us that. And if you don't disciple a new believer, then what happens is the people go out and get burned by Satan and, unfortunately, by many Christians or people that they know. Jesus showed us there's certain things to do, certain ways to do them, and if you don't do it that way, then guess what? it's going to work out badly for you. As Paul learned when he went and, and talked to the, that group, uh, that town that didn't speak his language, he didn't understand what they were saying, and he was so excited. They seemed to be so excited at learning about Jesus. But, you see, he didn't understand the language, so they had a language barrier. <laughs> And when he was, what he was talking about was completely different than what they were talking about, and they worshipped all kinds of gods, and they thought that Paul was a god because of the power that he had, and they started to worship Paul. And when Paul finally got it, guess what? They stoned him. They killed him almost, if not, and God brought him back. And the disciples came his fellow disciples came and took him out of the city because, you see, when he learned that they hadn't got the message because he didn't understand, they weren't talking the same language, that guess what? 
that um, he learned they were not doing what God wanted them to do, which was worship him. And it cost him. Because, why? Because he did that right in the beginning of his ministry. Paul learned the lessons. I hope that you learn the lessons also in discipleship. I've learned them. Oh, man. And, you know, that's part of what I'm going to be doing in discipleship is, is teaching you the hard lessons that I have learned along with what Jesus taught us. Um, you know, and, I, and I've had to learn some, some really tough lessons um, as I, you know, did God's work. And so that's the newest thing, uh, discipleship. Uh, remember, um, we have business God's way. It's an interesting thing. If you're interested in business, it shows you how God wants you to do business and study the Bible chronologically where going through the Bible chronologically to find out the order of events. Interesting stuff. And who was Yahshua talking to? Um, we have been doing that. We went through the whole uh, book of Matthew so far, and that one is on hold. Um, uh, no, who was Yahshua talking to is we're doing the multitudes now. And so when um, Jesus was talking to the multitudes, it was always in parable form. So we're learning about the parables Jesus spoke. And only those with eyes to see and ears to hear can understand those parables. And saints, are you prepared? Um, that's the one where we finished up Matthew and we are now doing discipleship instead of saying to you prepare until we get through all the things that Jesus has to teach us in Matthew concerning discipleship. And it should take about in May, up into May, is when we'll start saying to you prepared. Um, we'll see what happens, but that's where I put it forward to and we'll pick it up in one of uh, the other uh, books, Luke or uh, John or, or Mark, whichever God directs us to do at that time, like we did here in Matthew. Who was Yahshua talking to and saying to you, prepared? Uh, the letters of the Bible, um, you know, we're doing the book of Jude right now. Interesting stuff in Jude, um, speaking about the book of Enoch. Uh, for those who don't understand, yes, the book of Enoch is inspired by God. But as the Bible has its error, so does the book of Enoch. So as long as you are connected to the Holy Spirit and listening to the Holy Spirit, you'll know what's right and what's not of God. And, of course, the warning of the prophets. We're going through Daniel. And... Um, Jeremiah Live Bible Study. We're winding down in Jeremiah. We, we're in the last chapter. Um, and, uh, and after we have completed Jeremiah Live Bible Study through the chapters, um, we're going to do 
an overview and and that may take a while because I've been doing Jeremiah since 2008. (laughs) It's a long time. Uh, So there's a lot of stuff that has been learned. Um, And, you know, when you have such a long study, um, the thing happens that uh, there's a lot of stuff that you learned in the beginning that now as you've gone through the whole book, if you re-listen to it, you're going to learn a whole bunch of new stuff. That's the way God works. It's called spiritually growing. Because when you first listened to it, you were at one point spiritually. But going through the whole book of Jeremiah, when you go back, you'll learn at different levels, higher levels, more stuff. And so that's going to be interesting. Um, and, of course, uh, the books of the Bible um, were in Leviticus, which is an interesting one. Absolutely. Um, we're finding out about the law and how it affects or applies to believers or if it applies to believers. Because Jesus did away with or fulfilled much of the law, especially the law of sacrifices and things having to do with that. So that's the books of the Bible. Really great um, study. We're in Leviticus, and if you don't know, that's what we're doing in the books of the Bible is we're going from Genesis all the way through to Revelation. (laughs) And it's going to take a long time to get through the whole Bible. And so that's what's going on. I'm not sure exactly uh, what God has planned besides that. Uh, I am no longer with that church, uh, you know, the pastor and and all of the elders uh, have, uh, you know, don't want me there no more, which is fine. I'm used to that. Um, but I've given them the warning that I needed to give them, and I continue to give warnings as God directs me to. And so um, I've got a list of uh, the churches in the area, and um, and I will start mailing out letters uh, to each of the churches first, um, and um, and then I will. Go to the churches as God directs me to, because there's a whole bunch of churches here in Florida that um, that I can uh, go to, and uh, and it would be nice if I could find pastors that don't believe in once saved always saved. I think there's some here in, Flo- in uh, uh, Florida, but but I'm not sure. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, and uh, for those who don't know, um, you know, I had uh, cracked my ankle, and um, and it's healing good. Uh, I can walk on it. I can actually wear shoes again. <laughs> so that's a help. Uh, I've been able to get back on my bicycle again. I'm happy about that. So I've got back to the gym, and, uh, and I'm able to... Uh, do that again, and uh, and it it's good to be healthy, um, and so um, hello to everyone out there in Facebook and talk show. Um, if you have any questions, just contact me through Facebook. I'm there, 
every day. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.